Welcome to Screen Masters with me, Bav. And me, Fluff. And today on the show, we are going to discuss Marvel Phase 5 and 6, and also a little bit of a catch-up on anything we haven't discussed Marvel-wise that's probably come out over the last two years that we've just missed. So we'll have a little bit of a catch-up on that sort of stuff to start with, and then we'll go into um, yeah, the Phase 5 and 6, looking ahead, um, what we think they're going to do how good it's going to be and maybe what some of the spots that they haven't announced in phase six might actually turn out to be but first i would like to turn to the words of my new favorite song by an artist called goldfish and i would like to say you can catch us switching lanes at the break of dawn when the rebel spirit answers my call when the magic from within is released reborn that's why we crave to conquer all uh-oh, when we come together, no matter the weather, we're going to love each other till the end of time. Till the end of time. It's a fantastic song. I will probably post it in Boys Night Later because it's awesome and I think everyone will like it. <laughs> sure, go ahead. <laughs> um, so, admin. If you want to join the conversation, you can go to facebook.com forward slash the screenmasters. You can at us at the SM underscore pod on Twitter. Uh, if you want to look back at any of the YouTube stuff, you can go to bit.ly forward slash byteyt. And remember that the byte is spelt as a computer byte, not a food byte. And I've been forgetting the old uh, email as well, which is the screenmasters at gmail.com. So that's enough from me. Over to you. How are you doing? I'm all right. I'm all right. Uh, yeah, good. Uh, good amount of new stuff having been watched. So I'm currently through. I'm trying to think. Let me think. Let me think. Uh, the ninety show, which. Oh yes. I I did say I wondered whether it was going to be good or bad, uh, and it feels like a very successful spiritual successor to the original. Um, we've got yeah, other characters have appeared and. At times, it's it's like the show never went away. It's mm. weird. There are moments where I'm like, "Oh God, yeah, it, yeah." It harkens back to the original. Uh, so I've, I've I'm, I'm it's there's some episodes which haven't thro- uh, pulled me because it's also you know teenage stuff. In while I get the similarities of the '90s and stuff like that, it's still kind of teenage stuff. It's the other stuff that kind of interests me. Uh, but as a whole. I'm actually really enjoying it. So oh, uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm pleasantly surprised. Uh, and yeah, just watching like Deborah Deborah Jo Rupp was just a, a, always this fantastic sitcom actress who we've seen in loads of stuff. Oddly enough, she, we we you know she was in uh, WandaVision. I was uh, going to say she's the mum, isn't she? And she was she in is. she was the wife of the boss in WandaVision, wasn't she? That was right. Yeah, um, she was in Friends, and she's been about for years. Uh, and oh, Crikey, yeah, she was Giovanni Rabisi's husband. Yeah, 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 she yeah. was the teacher. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. I was trying to figure out where I really, really remembered her from. There you go. And I couldn't place it because I was like, well, I saw her in One Division, but that isn't where I actually know her from. Mm-hmm. Thank you. you That's go. where I know her from. Uh, and also Kurtwood Smith, who again has been in so much stuff. He is. 
he's the dad and he's a, a, a legend of star trek as well you may remember him as uh from the uh for, well, firstly from the the two part of voyager episode where ship kind of pushes them back in time he's the guy in charge there oh yeah 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 he's also the president uh of the federation in uh, in the final of the original series films uh, the undiscovered country he's the president as well huh. uh he's also been in, in in various other little bits and bobs so yeah he's again he's just a legendary actor he's been a voiceover in so many of the animated stuff that we've watched uh i believe he was ganveth in uh in the justice league stuff so uh... <laughs> so yeah he's a legend as well so seeing those two interact after like 10 20 years or however long it's been since that their their chemistry has not gone away uh you know they're just yeah it, it's it's been really fun to watch so yeah um for anybody who used to be a fan of the 70s show do give it a watch. I, I I do recommend it. You will feel nostalgic watching it. Uh, so yeah, there you go. That's that. Um, I've obviously been continuing my love of of all things Critical Role. I'm not going to say too much on that because we're going to get there. We're going to do a Vox episode and and very much more. We'll talk about that. Uh, but yeah, loving that as well. And um, yeah, other than that, it's yeah. I'm trying to think. I don't think there's much more on the on the watch at the moment. How about you? Uh. Yeah, not not huge amount as you say. I'm I'm uh, watching The Last of Us as that comes out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Really enjoying that at the minute. Um, I watched uh, a <laughs> cracking little. Uh, well, I call it a horror film, but it's it's not particularly scary. But uh, uh, it, well, I'm not sure how to call it because I like to call it M. Freegan, but I think they would rather I called it Megan. Oh, okay, sure. Uh, recent release is. They build yeah, it's, a, oh yeah, I've seen the imagery Android. everywhere. Honestly, it's it's such a cracking satire more than anything else. Like it, it, it's really, really funny and really good in the way it goes about it. Like I say, I wouldn't say it's scary per se, but it was certainly very enjoyable. Um, and then yes, uh, as you say, Vox Machina, but we we won't talk about Vox Machina just yet because uh, we will get to that in due time. But on the ninety nine, it's funny I was chatting to some guys at work the other day about Vox Machina um, and uh, one of the uh, I was in the design department just on the edge of the workshop and there was a, a lad in there who was working on his design project and he heard what we were talking about and was like oh do you know do you know the Mighty Nine I was like oh yeah I know of them you know my friend's listening to uh, that campaign at the minute he, he's gonna doing a series on it sorry is he going to reference the game uh, he then ran away for a second and grabbed a uh, sword and brought it over to me, and he was like, "Look, this is this is a sword that they get the blah 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 uses in Mighty Nine." <laughs> I was like, "Oh wow!" So he's like actually building. Is it the Falchion? I think it might be. I can't remember. <laughs> okay, because obviously we'll get I, I don't we'll know get Mighty there. Nine, so we'll I don't know what he's. I didn't get what he said. You know, yeah. it didn't sort of click with me. But um, yeah, I started watching the second season of Vox Machina last night. So I'm a couple of episodes into that so far. Um, but yes, like you said, we'll, we'll come back to that. We'll get there because my excitement for that is, uh, yeah, it's quite, yeah, it's quite big at the moment. So yeah, <laughs> we'll get palpable. Shall, yes, palpable. That was the word I was looking for. Thank you. That's okay. So, Marvel bubble. I have got a list of stuff that I'm not 100% sure we've talked about on pod. 
Uh, I believe we touched briefly on a couple of the films, but I don't think we really touched on any of the series of last no, year. No, that's Moon it. Moon Knight, so Ms. Marvel, She-Hulk and stuff. So, yeah. Yeah, I've got She-Hulk, Moon Knight, Ms. Marvel, Werewolf by Night. Um, did we discuss the Guardians holiday special? I don't think we did. No, we did not because, yeah, no, no. We, and yeah, I'm not so sure. We, 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 there's quite a bit of last year we we kind of skipped. So, uh, yeah, no. Exactly. I would say the last one that we probably discussed was Doc Strange. Uh, I think uh, so. I think we may have discussed that. I know we definitely discussed Spider-Man. And I think we may have discussed Doctor Strange. So, so yeah. we'll pick up from there. Okay. Good. There's a lot to discuss anyway, so yeah. Absolutely. So let's let's do the, the, the last year in review then first mm -hmm. before we move. I mean, again, we don't want to go too far into Phase 4 because we will do an episode looking at Phase 4 and our opinions mm -hmm. and ranking it and all that mm -hmm. as we get there. But you know, yeah, let's round up our thoughts on uh, on some of this stuff. So, yeah, uh, so, uh, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, picking up, we didn't, don't think we really touched about Moon Knight. So that would have been the first, um, mm. which I thoroughly enjoyed. Same. Thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed. Um, I think it was, uh, there was so much Marvel, uh, you know, or there has been so much Marvel over the last couple of years. That one kind of went under the radar, but I think it was a real, real hit. Um, because Oscar Isaac was just freaking fantastic. Yeah, playing the dual personalities uh, of of Mark Spector was was absolutely fantastic. F. F. Murray Abraham uh, is actually the the one thing I'm massively missing from Mythic Quest this year is is Mr. F. Murray Abraham. Um, I, because I, I I love his voice. He just he just conveys something at times. So yeah, hearing his voice in that was was great. I just loved it. It was very uh, action packed, but mm -hmm. it also delved a lot into the character. There wasn't, you know, unlike other series, there wasn't like a half dozen other people. It was very much a very small cast of two or three people. Um, so that I think benefited. Whereas no, I agree something like say she hulk mm. which me, was very much tied into cameos and yeah appearances and tying itself into the wider world wasn't it whereas like you say moon knight yeah. was sort of off to one side yeah it was yeah it, it look yeah that that's best definition yeah it was off to one side it, it didn't it was part of the marvel universe but it was over to the left mm. um you know everything else ms marvel more center she hulk like front and center yeah, but yeah moon knight was definitely off to the side uh but i i think it was just the the direction of it was really enjoyable because again it was just that uh you know you had a new super couple of superheroes but of different different origins and stuff like that so it was it was nice they're adding the diversity but it didn't feel forced um it felt oh like i agree and, really and Ethan Hawke was very good as as the oh, bad yeah. guy. I, I very much liked that. It 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 reminded me sort of what they did in Phase One and Two, with each film being its own sort of genre. Mm, yes, you know, Ant Man was a heist movie. The Winter Soldier was a political thriller. The first Avenger was a a World War Two movie. You know, just with Marvel flavors on them essentially that's what it was at its core and this was a a sort of you know a delve into the mythology and all that sort of thing but it, it felt quite different to the other shows and films and things that came out at the same time most definitely yeah and like i said i think it benefited from from 
being a bit detached and just yeah. sort of covering its own thing. Oh yeah, definitely. And that 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 is what I've enjoyed about the TV series. Um that they are that they're not just a carbon copy of what we see on the big screen. They are a little bit different. Yeah. Yeah. Um So yes, that was very good. So that was good. So I think after that chronologically was Ms. Marvel. Yeah. Um which again, that was one of my uh, you know, it's favorite series from last year. And I thought I'd go into it enjoying the character. Um, I thought she, you know, I thought, oh, okay, th- th- there's enough about the characters that I'm going to like. But by the end of it, uh, she is so very much in the embodiment of that character. We all know she's a fan or, you know, I think most people probably by now would know she's a fan of Marvel and she, you know, she's regularly butting heads and, uh, you know, having her opinion about what is, you know, d- becoming a a mutant as opposed to being an inhuman. All those little things that she gets um, very much comes out in her character. Yeah. The series as a whole is just truly phenomenal uh, because it does touch on areas of, of history that I don't know much about, uh, you know, what happened uh, the apartheid and, and all that kind of stuff. I don't know much about it. So having a little bit of a history lesson as well was good because it's again, it's not forcing all this stuff. I, I'm, I'm always intrigued by history. So putting it in a Marvel, in a, in a Marvel superhero thing. Yeah. Sometimes you actually learn stuff. Like it's not all super heroics. Like, you know, there is a lesson to be learned. Yeah. I think it. I felt a lot the uh, same way I did about Luke Cage, the series. I felt like Luke Cage educated on educated me on aspects of black culture and and black life that I wasn't aware of because it was so deeply ingrained in the area it was set in and that was a black neighborhood and therefore you you're learning something about what their their experiences are and I felt very similarly with with Ms Marvel because as you say I'm I'm not particularly up on on you know it, 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 the uh, what is it Indian uh, Pakistani those sort of areas mm-hmm. as you say you know we're we're British white British so we our empire went out there and conquered them and stuff so we a lot of that has probably been whitewashed in our in our history mm-hmm. you know I don't know a lot about us ruling it it was just oh yeah we're we were the British Empire we were so cool well what mm-hmm. did it feel like to the people who actually lived there I don't know. So it, it's interesting when you get those sort of windows in and it's like um, the uh, the the celebration Eid, Eid Mubarak, I think is how you say it. I, E-I-D um, is how the first word spelled. So I apologize if I'm butchering the word, but I, I had, I'd heard of that, that sort of celebration in Indian culture, but I, I had no idea what it was actually about. And there's an entire sequence where they are at a big festival celebration for this thing. And you go, oh, okay, right. So this is what, oh, right, cool. You know, so as you say, it, it was teaching me something culturally, I felt, as well as um, it was like the relationships with the the the, the mother and the, the grandmother mm-hmm. was a very interesting dynamic to look oh, at. Yeah. And again, that isn't something that I'm familiar with seeing from my own past. No, I mean, I, you know, but obviously an extended family is, is very much, you know, um, uh, more a thing still for, for the, the sort of Indian and Pakistani cultures. That's it. I mean, I, in my 
you know, in my in my younger days when I was uh, at school and stuff like that, there were you know friends and and people that you know I knew there and uh, you know had Indian families and stuff like that. So I saw how much family meant to them because it, again it was you'd go, you know I'd go to their house and you would see like you know grandparents there all the time and and stuff like that and you really saw that close family unit. Um, yeah. and it, so to see it on screen again just reflects what I'd seen in the past, and it is very important to the character as well i've read uh various series of ms marvel on and off over the years uh, enough to to gauge the character because she was a new character and this is the thing when marvel introduces a new character especially in the comic books um it, it, you know you've got to read a little bit because they're a new character like we've had so many years of iron man spider-man uh the x-men all that kind of stuff one of the reasons again i love the x-men is because there's almost always a new goddamn mutant every other week uh, you know, interesting, but sometimes they're interesting, sometimes they're not. Sometimes they've got an interesting power set, sometimes they're not. Ms. Marvel is such an interesting and rich character that she is yeah. so good. She she creates her own team, the champions, uh, with various other heroes and stuff like that, equivalent to kind of the young Avengers, similar. Mm. But she's going to she's going to get to the point where she's going to be leading the Avengers. Like the, yeah. in the comics, you can see that built into her character. And to see this kind of actress doing this role so well on screen is really happy to see. It brought a smile to my face. Uh, yeah, and uh, God damn it, I've just got to check. Well, the, the, the song uh, that became, uh, yeah, Blinding Lights by The Weeknd became my oh, song. God, I love that song. Of, yeah. of last year, didn't it? Like how many times did I play it to you guys when yeah, we went on holiday and stuff? Just because got stuck in my head and it always reminds me of this show and that's a wonderful thing. And then uh, the little cherry on top right at the end of the credits on the last episode. Ms. Mm -hmm. Marvel and Captain Marvel switching places. Perfect. Can't wait for the Marvels this year. I yeah. really can't wait for that. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's going to be interesting to see. Again, we've discussed a lot in the past about Marvel, you know, not creating new characters uh, to to be more diverse but taking Iron Man and putting a black female in that role instead and calling her Iron Heart, but, you know, taking over that book as the Iron Man of the MCU for a little bit and, you know, putting Jane Foster into the Thor role. But Ms. Marvel is is a perfect example of, no, 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 I, I, we want to do a Muslim character and we're not just, you know, we're going to make her something totally new. and And that works so much better because you're not sagging them down with the weight of the legacy of the role. Um, so I really enjoyed that. I'd also like to point out that the, the visual style I thought was incredible as well. Mm -hmm. I really liked the sort of, uh, you know, the sort of stop motion animation paper type stuff that they did to when she was talking about things or, you know, it was a bit of a flashback type thing. I, I, I loved the, the visual style they put on it. I thought it was excellent. Yeah, it, again, like you say, it made it unique. Um, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's like, again, she's in a high school in New York, and you're like, Spider-Man's in a high school in New York. And you, you can see, parallel, like, there, there were little parallels of that kind of, you know, school sketchbook kind of, you know, yeah. a, as we saw in a couple of the early Spider-Man films, I think. Yeah, absolutely. So there was that similarity, and I was like, it, again, but still very unique because... Yeah, it just yeah, I, I'm very very impressed by that series. Uh, I was I was hoping it was going to be good and it wasn't going to let down. I, I you know, sadly I think 
the next Marvel show that came along, it, well, it didn't do much for me. Yeah, like, uh, I, I was on board to start with. Uh, we're, we're talking She-Hulk here, I yeah, assume. She -Hulk, yeah, She-Hulk, yeah, She-Hulk. Yeah, I, I was on board to start with because I found it quite funny, light entertainment, but it was the, I think, the episode with her and what was the rapper's name where they were twerking at the end of the episode oh some um some horse lady yeah she's a yeah stallion isn't it something stallion yeah some, some some horse horse lady but yeah the horse lady anyway and <laughs> i that that was a bit where i kind of went maybe i'm out of touch because <laughs> because i don't know who this is and i'm not finding that particularly funny or anything so it, it kind of it almost pushed me back a bit and was like it made me feel like oh no i'm not a part of this because i don't get what you're doing there but it, no, it hamstrung not, yeah. itself by tying itself into everything didn't it it did it really really did um too many cameos i don't mind an occasional cameo i, I get that and if you want to throw easter eggs in and stuff like that i get it um I do, I'm not saying she did a bad performance because I think she was absolutely fantastic. Oh no, Tatiana uh, Masley. Uh, she she Mas did it really, really good. But again, it, it wasn't hitting all the marks for me. It did for other people. And that's, that's again, what I kind of liked about the show is that it did take risks. Um, yeah. Not all of them paid off for me, but they're not going to because I don't look every, love every comic book that comes out and I'm not yeah, loving absolutely. every other show that comes out. This is the, this is the difficult thing with being a Marvel fan or a comic book fan in general. People assume you're gonna love everything. You're not because you don't love every book. Um, no, you love the universe, and yeah, there were some really fun parts of it. And of course, I was like, you know, yeah, okay. Wong gets himself into stupid situation, and now he's got a nickname, Wongers, where he sits down and he's he's watching The Sopranos with some crazy ditzy, you know, New York socialite. Oh God, I did like her though. But that was it. Yeah, was okay. A, what you know was what? Line? That, was it one D two? What was it? One D two D's one S and a Y, but not where you Madison, think. Madison, wasn't it? Oh, something like that. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it, it it was fine. Um, Tim Roth was every scene that Tim Roth was, was in, he just stole. I kind of felt um, he was phoning it in a bit, but but again, I, if for me it was just because I was just like I want I want a bit more richness to the character, and I think he can deliver, but. You're also putting him in a more comedic setting, so it doesn't. It's not going to have that ultimate payoff. Mm. Um, Charlie Cox, fantastic. Yeah, Loved him coming back. In it. It, it, it just. It was like putting on a pair of slippers. He just fit comfortably into that. Yeah. Um, and I like that he seemed know? a bit more hopeful as well. He yeah. wasn't quite yeah, as yeah. down as as yeah. Daredevil was in the Netflix series. Yeah, and I'd I'd like to hope that going into Daredevil, uh, there will be whether she appears or not. I think it would be brilliant if I mean they got like twenty four bloody episodes or something they've given it. So oh eighteen, sorry, eighteen episodes yeah, yeah. they've given it. That's a hell of a fucking commitment anyway. But so possible she she help will appear and he can or she'll do the walk of shame. Well, it's like it didn't appear to be a walk of shame. It was a walk of pride for him. And I like yeah, it. exactly. Um, it didn't hit all the right marks for me. Um, but the no. the, the interactions with bruce and the, the again the hulk stuff everybody loves the hulk there's a reason the hulk has survived the the comic books as long as he has because he's an interesting character but we've never had that hulk really um they've underpowered him and whether they're going to bring along scar to change that i don't know it's i don't know and i mean that's that's one of the big annoyances i mean let's uh, uh, i think we can all agree that the cg 
for She-Hulk wasn't fantastic. No, and that didn't help a lot of the time. It was like a couple of episodes, they went, we're going to put all all of our chips into this. And then for others, they didn't. But I I think that actually, I think that's that's another issue that Marvel must address because, or Disney, whoever, um, they are putting such pressure and such work into these video, you know, these special effects houses now. And the reports you read that they really don't treat them right. It's like, guys, you re- like you're being successful, and you need to pony up to do that now. Like yeah. you can't just, yeah, you can't treat people like shit. If you're gonna be churning it on as much as you have, uh, you need to reward. And if not, build your own goddamn studio. And yeah, that's you it. know, yeah, buy it's, out it's, some it's, fucking VFX houses and bring them I in mean, house. You just look at the sheer number of films they've got on their slate that they've already done um yeah it's yeah i think the other thing that didn't work for me was the end i didn't like the meta end Mm. because i felt like you know obviously that the the series was leading to a climax and it, it took away the climax of the show now fair enough they're not wrong the climax was generic anyway but why write that then? Mm. Why did you write a story to climax generically just so that you could meta out of it? And then you think, well, what was the point in watching all that stuff I watched then? Mm. Because it was supposed to be building towards this. And actually, you've, you've just taken that bit away where you were going and gone, oh, no, we don't want to do that anymore. We're going to do this. Uh, yeah, um, by, by the end, I'm still not even convinced she's happy being She-Hulk. Exactly. It's like, what? And uh, the the whole Scar thing just annoys me it's so he's just gone off to sakar at the beginning of the series and then he comes back at the end and goes oh here's my son in some really bad cg how are you it's what 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 yeah it's like okay what what how do you know he's your son you weren't the hot oh god and i don't like them going I, i wonder whether they've gone too far with wong you know, it's a problem I've talked about before um, where I, I, they're turning every character into a comedy character. And it's like, no, 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 you, you think about it. You've got to have straight men. You've got to have a straight man to, to make a comedy character work. Here's the and other part th- of my issue with Thor Ragnarok. It's uh, not Ragnarok, sorry, Love and Thunder. Yeah. Everyone's a comedy character. There's no straight man. There's so the comedy also, doesn't fly as well. There is also a problem with number of characters. Um, because they are going too far now trying to flesh out every supporting character. They don't need it. They are a supporting character. You don't need to flesh all of them out. I don't need an entire backstory on all of them. I don't know you to reach history on all of them. This is their job. This is where they are. This is the protagonist. They're supporting them. I don't need everything. And I think that is, again, the problem some of the you know films have also suffered with. Too many characters. Too many. I get it when you're an ensemble and you want to build Avengers teams all the fucking time because great, it sells, it sells, it sells. But let it be one or two people. Let it be one guy. You know, in Iron Man, it was Iron Man, Rhodey, Pepper Potts. That was mm. kind of the support unit, you know. And Happy Hogan was a support ha- ha- yeah, Did Happy we learn Hogan, about his backstory straight away? No. They mm. developed him over three films and then mm. into Spider-Man and into Avengers and you know, you, you can develop him along the way. Ned uh, and MJ, yeah, they're they're Peter's friends in the first one, and then you learn a little bit more about them as they go on. I don't yeah. need it straight away. I don't need 
yeah, I'm here because of, I'm not bothered. Like it, it, the She-Hulk one was very much such a s- supporting cast that half, you know, or a third of the show was about the supporting cast who I didn't give two shits about. Mm-hmm. So, so sadly some of them are good actors uh some of them good, did good performances it's not their fault i just didn't care about that story mm-hmm. but personally no i agree so yeah but, unfortunately that was a, a down note but you did then touch on thor love and thunder which again i was hopeful for but was left underwhelmed yeah it was too like i say too much comedy for me there was no straight man doing it and it's, it's something i've been thinking about a lot um having caught up with the always sunny podcasts because um they're into the writing phase as we were discussing off pod the other day and they were talking very much about that and they they were looking back at some of the straight people that they've had the straight men to to play against them um and and how that dynamic works and that actually it wouldn't work if everyone was just ridiculous and crazy the whole time you've got to have someone who's normal going what the fuck is going on to, to really ground you in things. Otherwise, you're just part of the nonsense with them. You know, it's when... The, the, the bit in Thor for me was when Russell Crowe's Zeus is some sort of childish show-off. Mm-hmm. It's like, what? Zeus? You mean Zeus, the mythic god, twiddles his fucking lightning and bolt about like he's a four-year-old with mm-hmm. a bat on? What? Fuck off. Like he's but supposed to be comparable to Odin. Look yes. at how Odin was, and look at the respect that he demanded. Well, demanded, exactly. you know, earned whatever. But yeah, he was just a joke. Yeah, and I get it. Absolutely. They went in there, and it was all during COVID, and maybe they wanted to have a bit of fun as opposed to being a bit serious. But you missed the mark on mm. several very key important things for me. One uh, was the cancer storyline. Yeah. Yeah. Jane Foster. Um, you can't do a cancer storyline and no. undermine it a second later with a line of dialogue. It doesn't it, work. It, it did not have anywhere near the emotional impact that reading again, it's difficult. Yeah, no, You've you're absolutely a, right. A, a couple of hours film to fill in a try to fill in a story that has been go, was going on in the comics for a good few years where we saw somebody pick up the hammer, we didn't know who it was. We knew that Jane Foster had cancer at the time because Thor had already gone and spoken to her. We didn't know for a little while, putting two and two together, that Jane Foster was, and that this was, and it was a fantastic storyline in the comic books for a good, yeah. good little while. Yeah, and it had a, a, a conclusion, and everything was what it was. I don't want to say much because I think you go and read the story as opposed to what was on screen. It it completely took away so much from that. Mm. Um, Actually, thinking about it, the one straight man was Christian Bale. But I, every time it was on Christian Bale, I felt like he was in a different film. Yeah, it did. And the again, the problem for me is, he, he, again, they try to make it a little bit too comedic and too soft. Read the fucking story uh, of God, the God Butcher, because it is vicious. He's not yeah. a nice person. He's not oh. doing it for altruistic reasons. He's doing it out of vengeance. He's doing it out of hate. He's doing it out of spite. Um, and then they put the daughter there. And, oh, I'm going to bring the daughter back. And no, he goes on a goddamn murder rampage everywhere and wants to kill every god because he thinks that they sh- do not have the right to, to 
lord power over anybody else even becoming the you know god of god killers uh which uh, you know he's yeah, told at one god point and he's absolutely appalled at the idea that he's become a god himself mm -hmm. that story is really really dark and really good and yeah. this was a shade of it yeah absolutely absolutely um i know it's hard when you know we the luxury of reading it before the film but sometimes you know we we, we talked about books being as good as the films a little while back absolutely um and i was talking you, to someone the other day about ready player one and i was like don't watch the film read the book mm -hmm. don't, the book don't read so book two whatever you do don't read book two jesus christ yeah uh, no, i haven't read the second one thankfully for but... good reason uh so yeah of course it's good it is always difficult for us to compare but we're also trying to then educate people because i will say to people they'll come out of the film and go that was really poor that was really really shitty and i'm like okay read read the actual story please read the story if you want the good the real good story that was read it uh mm. because there is such good there it wasn't entirely you know i'm not going to say it was entirely bad because i'd be lying if i didn't say of course i had a few chuckles in of yeah course, i chuckled a few, a few times moments but I don't think I've gone back and watched it since no. the first viewing. No, nor have I. Um, which is always a telling thing for me. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Normally, the second it's on whatever streaming service, yeah. I'll uh, I'll go and watch it a second time. But no, I haven't yet. Um, so, so then, then that brings us to the final film of 22, oh, which was Black Panther. Oh, yeah, of course. I haven't even got Wakanda Forever written down. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so I, it was, I think it was very hard for most people going into this and yeah. wondering what we were going to get because we had such a star in Chadwick Boseman and to have him go so early in life, uh, you know, is, is a bad thing, you know, especially with talent like that, it, you know, it's very hard and you can see grief written all over this fucking film. Yeah, um, it, it's a film about grief, largely, yeah. isn't it? And trying to move past it. Yeah. Um, at times, it 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 honors that legacy perfectly. Uh, I think. Um, at other times, it feels like it needs to pop its head above water, and and can't. It finds it hard to. Um, but again, I, I can. How could you walk into this film? Uh, you know, you've already been green lit. You've already done this, that, and the other. You, you know, you're good to go. Oh, you've lost your star, yeah. and and that is so showing in the film. Unfortunately, yeah. yeah, there is no star here. No, I I agree. I I like Letitia Wright and I like Tarashiri, but I don't mm -hmm. feel the character or potentially the actress was ready. No, um, for this because we're constantly reminded of charismatic well the, the charisma that's missing mm -hmm. you know it's it, when the marvel titles roll at the beginning and you see all the different oh. shots of him in the films oh, yeah. it's those shots where he's just walking with a smile just on his smile face on his swagger, face yeah. and yeah. you're like fuck you are so fucking charismatic without even trying like that isn't even you trying to be charismatic and you just are so when you're constantly reminded that that's missing and there's nothing there to sort of prop it back up again and, and fill that void, it's difficult. And like I say, I don't want to be too critical of Letitia Wright because obviously, impossible situation. Mm. I'm actually listening at the minute. Marvel have done um, an official Wakanda Forever podcast and they're about three episodes in and they're talking to the cast and crew and the first episode is fascinating um, because it, it's 
uh, it's Tanahasi Coates who presents it, who wrote Black Panther in the comics for a little bit. Mm. And he is interviewing Ryan Coogler and talking to him about, you know, Chadwick and the passing and what they were going to do and how things changed. And you can hear how fucking hard it, it, it was for him to to carry on at all. To not just go, I can't do this. Oh, yeah, I'm missing I, the key yeah. piece of my puzzle has yeah. gone. I cannot do this. Yeah, but those it's... two together made that. It, it wasn't... He, Chadwick Boseman had come in and done a good portrayal of Black Panther in, in Civil War. We'd seen that. But between the two of them, they created that 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 they created Wakanda on screen, yep, to a T. Like I, nobody can fault it. It 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 just seemed to fit, and it was so yeah. right because it respected the cultural aspects yeah. of African Africa, and and you know because you got all the tribes and the the. The, the ritual ceremony for deciding who's the Black Panther. You know, that's all very ritualistic and tribal and, and sort of baked into the, the sort of African, historic African culture. So again, it's it's someone trying to show us, but then at the same time, it, it shows you uh, black life in Oakland and what it was like during those times, you know, back in the 90s or whatever. And, and the struggles that Killmonger went through as a, a black child in America and the struggles that uh, T'Challa went through as a, a child in his natural habitat in Africa, you know, and, and the parallels between them. Um, I really liked that they brought him back in Wakanda Forever, Killmonger. I loved mm. the Killmonger section. I mean, I liked uh, I liked Namor. I thought, um, oh, uh, no, I'm going to have to look his name up because I can't remember his name. It's something like Tulua something or other. He's got a triple-barreled name, the guy who played Namor. Uh, Tenet Karate Mijai. Thank you. I'm glad you said that. <laughs> I am sure I have butchered it, but I do try my best. Yeah. Um, uh, no, yeah, he was very I thought he was really good. I like the way he played Namor. I like, yeah. you know, he was not... Namor in the comics. He didn't come across a as a full prick. villain. Let's just say it. In yeah. the comics, he's a colossal prick. Yeah, he's Nobody not necessarily a baddie knows. or a villain. He's just all a prick. The time, but he is a fucking dickhead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's constantly trying it on with a married woman. Like he just he's always like Shoe Storm when you leave him, come to me. Like he's a he's just a dick most of the time. They've tried to soften him. They've made him. They've got the image they've got of him now is this really young-looking prince. Don't do it. He was who he was. Don't change him. And th this is one of the things we've talked about before. Don't fucking change characters just because you want it. Like, no, 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 no. You can't pretty him up. That's who he was. Yeah. Like, it. no, it doesn't work. This is a different interpretation of him. That is the wonder of the multiverse and the wonder of. It is. And I know. like the way they tied his history back into sort of Mayan culture. It made a nice parallel to so much Shuri and Wakanda. So much more of an interesting uh, image and history than we would have got if we'd have got the Marvel equivalent, you know, the yeah, comic book version. It, it showed... This was so much better. The, the visuals for it, again, it's really hard to, uh, uh, you know, to talk about all of the lovely things because it, the, the, the sorrow and stuff, yeah. of the film is really but there is the visuals all the underwater stuff that is 
wow, they created Atlantis. That's pretty good, and it looks a lot better than the DC version, if I'm being honest. Yeah, pretty um, much. But again, that's just my interpretation. No, I agree. I, I wasn't so, you know, when you get to Act 3 on the big boat and everything, it's mm. sort of, you know, the CG yeah, looks it, good then, but yeah. like you say, when you, they first go under the water and you see, uh, what is it, Talakan, as they call it in the film, and again, I don't mind that you've changed it from Atlantis because, yeah, people would go, oh, DC's done that. So I, I get it, you know, yeah, change it. Call it Talokan, whatever you want to. Um, Denai uh, Gerara is, yeah, I mean, she's, she's honestly, amazing. If, if anything, she is the, well, Angela Bassett. On, uh, for, yep. for, for the first time, a Marvel film has got, uh, you know, an Oscar of contention and i was like yeah her performance is fucking worthy of it like yeah, if i'm being absolutely. honest she is she she i mean clearly is channeling the pain and the sorrow she feels for losing a, a dear friend yeah um absolutely. and you can bloody well see it um but yeah akoya is just a phenomenal character uh yeah, she is. and she yeah i mean rightfully so she's gone on to be michonne in Walking Dead, and she's done a lot of other things. But if if there was anybody that felt like the person that should be on top, who should have taken the mantle, no offense to the tissue writers, I say it was her. Yeah. Even within the story of the 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 film, being forced out by the queen because she'd failed. And I'd like to, to say that. God, I was going to say to 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 have. You know, instead of instead of Shuri becoming the Black Panther, acknowledging that she shouldn't be because she's not that warrior, but she is. That would have felt a little better for me, possibly. But that's me just being. Uh, a bit no, I agree. Because again, you, you you look at the the sequence where she gets sort of pushed to the side and and uh, exiled almost. That that yeah, I buy it. I buy every word she says because the tears are in her eyes. Mm -hmm. You know, she's... <laughs> I bought it. I just bought it. Um, I, I, Dominique Thorne as Riri wasn't, wasn't bad. I don't know whether we needed character in this. I get why it was in there to launch her own series, as we'll get to. But, you Again, know, it it's like... one of those... When you threw it in there just for that, did we need to? I think if the film had been different, and I think if uh, if if we'd have had our original Black Panther, I think it would have been uh, a side story that would have been her and Shuri, a little bit more buddy buddy, are uh, becoming, yeah, you know, helping to become an Ironheart. But because of changes, uh, it didn't feel as organic as it should. But at the same time, it introduced a new character, and we haven't, as I said before, we didn't get too much in her. We got introduced to where that was kind of enough. Yeah, fine. She's going to have her own series. Okay, that's cool. You didn't give too much in this film to her. You're letting that go off. So, again, as long as her series doesn't become the multicast fucking series where we're introducing more fucking Marvel heroes and stuff like that, you know. Mm. We'll see. Indeed. Um, um, and I think the last one I'd mention is Winston Duke. I fucking love him, Baku. <laughs> He's a good yeah. He's brilliant. Yeah. Absolutely uh, brilliant. Again, again, it's always interesting when you see uh, comic books take a page out of the, the, the films that have been. Uh, you know, Loki 
was not very much of a likable character until the kind of films came along and kind of changed that dynamic of him and the perception and they changed his character in the comics who doesn't love tom hiddleston um <laughs> you know but so here, here's here's a you know a little spoiler for for, for those who might be interested uh, in the current comic book storylines there's a huge multi ooh, uh, multi-age war going on between the kind of with the original avengers and the avengers of current day uh, with a lot of mephistos and stuff it's really an interesting story that's been going on for a while and they've revealed that the Avenger Prime, the Avenger at the end of time, is fucking Loki. So, you know, you've got that going as well. And I'm like, it, you wouldn't have seen this 10, 20 years ago. And I bring that up because in the comic books, again, they have now done a storyline where uh, the, you know, Wakanda is kind of out in space. I don't want to get too much into that. But we've now got his character is leading that. And again, that's because the success of the character in the film has led to a successful change of character in the comics. So I do like that they always kind of take inspiration from one another or see the goodness, you know. That, those are the little things that I do love to see. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, I suppose the other two are just the specials, aren't they? Well, yeah, by the night and the Guardian's night, yeah. holiday special. I mean, the werewolf by night was was okay for me. Um, I thought it was interesting. It was yeah, an interesting again, take. I, I get why they did it black and white so they could avoid an R rating. But I doubt they're going to do all the R rated films in black and white so they can avoid an R rating. But it worked for that. Yeah, it uh, it like you say, like you said about some of the other things, uh, you know, with Moon Knight and. Again, She-Hulk, for you know, for all the stuff I didn't enjoy about it, it was different. Visually, it was completely yeah. different. Um, and they took a risk and they went somewhere different. And again, same with this. Werewolf by Night, they went different. They went black and white. They went gritty. They went old school. And it, it benefits for it. Um, you know, people, a lot of people really flock to it because there is a, there's always going to be a niche market that people will love for that kind of stuff. And yeah, people are... Uh, uh, hoping that they're going to do more and i think they should because it was successful and i enjoyed it um yeah. it's not again it's not at the top of my list uh but i still enjoyed it yeah, um absolutely. and then we get to the guardians christmas special and it, it yeah it it just made me smile yeah absolutely That's all i can say it from made the first me smile. Of that band playing the the christmas song that i don't know what christmas time is uh, no, I don't know what Christmas is, but Christmas time is here. I think yeah, it's yeah. actually called. But yeah, that uh, is from that the first second I heard that song, I was like, "Yeah, I'm in, I'm in." Mm. And it didn't need to do anything serious, no. but it did. It decided, you know, the whole Peter Quill and Mantis story about them sort of being brother and sister uh, gave it a nice, you know, you, you had a heartfelt part in there, which I wasn't expecting to be honest. Yeah, I mean it's 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 James Gunn, so I expected a little bit of a heart tug, um, because if anything, you know, you're just setting up more heartbreak for Guardians Three, which I know yeah. is coming. I know is coming. Yeah. we'll discuss that in a minute. Yeah, we'll get there. Uh, but again, it just all the small little interactions between them were just, again, very. He knows these characters. They all know their characters very well. Not everybody is a huge Chris Pratt fan these days, which is fine. He's not 
He's not the golden boy that he was a few years ago in Hollywood, yeah. which I get. But he's still Star Lord to me, uh, so I don't care. Like you know, I'm not bothered about his personal shit. Whatever you think, he's still Peter Quill, uh, and and Guardians is still, you know, top of three of my fucking Marvel films because it means that much. And it, it this embodies that at points, uh, the mm. the silly playfulness of Mantis and Drax. Yeah, yeah, they've they've gone kind of on a bit of a spree and scared the living fuck out of people. Uh, but it was silly, and that was the whole bloody point of the film. Yeah. They kidnapped Kevin Bacon, and it was silly, and that was the whole point of the film. Yeah. Um, but like you say, the the little moments, Groot, who's now Swole Groot, I think everybody's calling him. Yeah, they're calling um, him Swole Groot. And it, someone pointed out to me that that... So I, I don't know whether you've heard this, but someone said to me that that Groot isn't Groot. No, he is the and I didn't. I hadn't actually realised that because, of course, yes, yeah, yeah. Groot dies, I guess, at the end of the first Guardians. But yes, I just yeah, thought yeah. it was regrowing the same Groot. No, it, they were like, yeah. no, no, it's just a piece of him that. So it's a new Groot, a totally new Groot, which is why yeah. he looks different to old Groot that was a bit thinner and taller. Yeah, they did kind of establish this oh, okay. with the cinematic universe as opposed to the comic book universe, which. Groot is Groot. He's always yeah. They grab a sapling and yeah, because there's that that great story in the Annihilation, mm-hmm. uh, where Groot mate you know basically encompasses a whole bloody structure as a tree, completely destroys it. They set it on fire and they just grab a sapling and they're like, he's fine, he's good. Yeah. So that was it. But yeah, they always made that distinction that it wasn't. This is the offspring of Groot. This isn't Groot. Yeah. Uh, he's building his own memories and stuff like that. So. Yeah, to see that little family unit where he makes everybody a present. Um, yeah, just again, it's that sense of family. Uh, Rocket and uh, Nebula having their moment. Because again, everybody else had disappeared for years. They didn't. They survived. They were still around. Yeah. So they've built up a relationship that nobody else has because they were the survivors of the Guardians. So again, just sharing that moment, I thought was really good. She gives him Bucky's arm. I mean, what the fuck? Yeah, I mean, that's totally ridiculous. Because, of course, it's not Bucky's arm. But I hope. But cause otherwise, how the hell do you explain that? But fair Exactly. Enough. It doesn't matter. But I was just like, she knows it. She's just like, yeah, she's got him Bucky's arm. Mm. She knows. Again, you know, they know each other that well at that point. I was like, brilliant. It's one of those things that I wonder, would, you know, would someone who's just watching the Guardian stuff, would they get that? And you probably would, because you know how much he always wants to take... Mm-hmm. you know uh fake limbs and things off people um but obviously it's actually is it infinity war or is it actually end game it's infinity war is it infinity war when they're in wakanda fighting yeah because and it's where like oh, how much for the gun or he's like how much for the arm <laughs> yeah oh like, i'm, I'm taking gonna that get arm. arm yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and again i don't know whether that is you know, his collector mania of all that kind of stuff is foreshadowing, uh, you know, it's good from what we know of guardians, it's going to be Rocket's story. So, um, yes, it certainly yeah. looks that way, doesn't it? So, yes, I think that's everything that's caught up. Is it not? in review Marvel wise. Yeah. So looking ahead, then we have had the announcements of phase five and phase six. And they are filled out in various ways. Um, so we'll start with phase five. So next on the horizon is Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania coming up Literally next two month weeks in away. a few weeks, isn't it? 
two, three weeks ago, yeah. Yeah. So we've seen a couple of trailers for this. I am pretty excited. I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to the introduction of Jonathan Majors Kang. Um and second version of Kang. True, true. His his well, yeah, his version of Kang the Conqueror, I should say, mm. shouldn't I? Rather than the one who remains. Um My only I said this to somebody at work. My only fear with this, and again speaking previously about the special effects and stuff, uh, is that this is very FX heavy. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, it doesn't look bad so far in the trailers, no. but obviously that's a two, three minute trailer. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I'm actually. I'm just going to touch on this completely aside, but because we've mentioned trailers, so uh, just as an aside, yesterday I was watching something on YouTube. Up pops the trailer for the new Shazam film. Oh, I right. cannot. The gods, yeah. Oh yeah, I cannot state enough that I don't need to watch the film now. Sincerely, I don't okay. need to watch the film because in a in a one and a half to two minute trailer, you showed me the first, second, and third acts. Oh Christ! I am not joking you. So ridiculous! I just felt I had to mention it anyway. Uh, yeah, that's the only problem with this one is that uh, I think that it could be a bit special effects heavy. Yeah, I'm hoping that there are some deep, intense scenes with Jonathan Majors uh, and Paul Rudd that that will at least help fill that void. Um, Modoc looks interesting. A lot of it looks yes. interesting. Um, again, whether we're setting up elements also of Young Avengers because Cassie is also part of Young Avengers. Yeah, and she's as, clearly going to be stacked displaced... in this, isn't she? Yeah, as is a time-displaced Kang, alternate Kang, who is Iron Lad and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. So there's threads and there's there's little things there. So if you suddenly hear the word Iron Lad uh, or Young Kang, there you go. I teased it for you here. Young Avengers. Um, yeah, so... Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll be interested to see how that goes so then... because... It's it. Well, I was going to say it, it. It all starts with Kang, and it's leading, yeah, to Kang. So yeah, exactly. So the next one on their timeline is Spring Twenty Twenty Three Secret Invasion, the Disney Plus series. Mm-hmm. Now again, I'm looking forward to this. I'm kind mm. of surprised that I, I kind of thought this would be a phase. You know, I, I thought this would be we would build up the Secret Invasion storyline and pay it off as a big film at the end of a phase or something. Yeah. But it seems like maybe they might just wrap it up within this series. Which I think yeah. might be a bit of a sh- I might feel is a bit of a shame because there's again the the, the comics version of it is brilliant. The, the, yeah. The first it's... issue where is it Spider-Woman? And they're in a room oh, who's the first one they find? So there's one that they find and I remember the back page of the issue is is that it, oh, that's dead body looking like a scroll. Electra. Is it Electra? Okay. Yeah, it's during the New Avengers run, uh, and they it. go and like... to and they fight the hand, and then yeah, she gets stabbed uh, in the chest, and uh, she goes down, and they're like, "That's a fucking scroll," yeah. and they all freak out, uh, and it turns out, yeah, I don't want to say too much because I think the, the the comic story is fantastic enough. Yeah, the comic story is great, and hopefully this will do well. I'm looking forward to seeing Nick Fury back. We haven't seen Samuel in a bit. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing him back on uh, as a Nick Fury. Um, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it goes. I think we've seen one sort of teasery trailer and that's that's about it so far. So we'll see how yeah. it goes. Yeah, no, there's a couple of very interesting things um, 
that I found, you know, from it. Um, uh, ben Mendelssohn. Yeah, I love the guy. I think he's oh, so he's good. Brilliant. Uh, you know, I, you know, even going back as Krennic, uh, you know, in in Rogue One, yeah, uh, yeah. and and playing a scroll in the other one, he's just, I, I I just love him. I think he's a fantastic actor. So seeing that he's in there, and again, very intense. I'm like wow okay this is going to be a different series um yeah it's kind of reminded me of the political spy thriller elements of yeah. something like winter soldier back in the day yeah i mean martin freeman's apparently coming back for it i know olivia coleman's in there now the rumor that i, I believe is that she's going to play the equivalent of this version of union jack okay interesting so that's going to be an interesting one and they have revealed uh who amelia clark's character is oh right if you want to know. I hadn't heard that. Go on. Okay. Is Abigail Brand, director of Sword. Or nice. As nice. Is, is in, uh, it's certainly in the comic books, who was introduced during the uh, Whedon Astonishing X-Men run. And he's a really interesting character and a complete thorn in the side to mutants and being a complete bitch to them at the moment in the comic books. But I yeah. think that's mainly to do with Kieran Gillen's run and I hate it. Um the start of the whole Age of X and uh, Krakoan Age of X-Men started so well with Hickman. Kieran Gillen's taking the run and I'm hating it so much. Uh, but anyway, that's an aside for the comics. So after Secret Invasion... And then after that, so I guess it'd be Guardians? Mm. Guardians Volume 3. So we've had a trailer for this. And as you say, it, it certainly seems to be Rocket's story and... <sighs> I mean, I watched it with the kids and I went, God, then who's going to die? Because that's what it feels like to me. Mm -hmm. It feels like someone's dying. It, it, I, at and... one point, I, I swear in the trailer, it looks like he's holding Rocket's dead body. But I could yeah. be, it may be, may not be. Yeah, Again, I, that, that's who I said. I said It Rocket. could be a bait and switch, though. Yeah, absolutely. They've done red herrings more than enough times before. Um, so, yeah, like you say, I think you watch it and you go, mm, Rocket's biting the big one this time, isn't he? Uh, but like you say, they may have pitched it like that so that that's what we all think. And then we're blindsided when actually someone else is the one who buys it. Or maybe no one does. I don't know. Mm. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if Drax bought the big one. Yeah, I, you know, I was Dave Bautista's not playing much more. No. Obviously, in the trailer, it looks like he's wearing a jacket a lot more because he's said that it's hard to keep the body. Uh, look well, it's he's freezing his ass off all the time being topless. Or whatever he is. Yeah, no. Uh, I've loved his interpretation, Drax. Loads of people have thought it's been, you know, here and there. Yeah, he, he, he's, he's been given more comedy stuff, but I'm hoping that uh, James Gunn has given him a little bit of meat and bones in this one, if I'm being honest. Like I said, the, the, the mo the, one of the most special moments that I've ever seen of Drax was in the second, where he's just having that conversation with, with Mantis and he brings up his family and you can see the tears in his eyes. Yeah. Um, our, our good, good old buddy Batista. I want for miles inside no, this bit of danger. <laughs> so yeah, so I'm hoping that each one of them has something in there uh, to to sink their their teeth into a bit. And I think that you know they've they've made this little family because they they were they were the film that nobody expected to do well uh, when when the phases of Marvel yeah. were going through. Oh, nobody that was the, the, the biggest risk by a yeah. country mile when it yeah. first came out. Um. It's almost so, a yeah, shot yeah. in the dark. It was that fucking risky. I can almost guarantee I will I will shed a tear um, mm. by the end of that film. I think so. So next on their agenda after that is Echo. 
which is a solo series uh, around the character Echo, who is it Hawk? Huh? Hawk Hawkeye. Hawkeye. We first saw her in. Um, so that'll be interesting to see what they do there. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm assuming that will stay sort of street level. Yeah, uh, I know that Charlie Cox is going to be appearing, as I believe, uh, as is Vincent D'Onofrio. Oh, good, um, good. So, I mean... Oh, do you think we're going to get uh, Blind Kingpin? Because that was a thing in the comics, wasn't it? When Kingpin was... Uh, he was blinded for a little bit. I wonder whether they're going to go down that, that story route. There's, there's, a, there's a few things they could go with. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I think that they've left it open to interpretation at the moment. We don't know. I'm interested enough about the character. I don't... Again, that, that was... the. She was one of the few things of, of Hawkeye that I didn't enjoy fully because they they only gave her a small portion of backstory time, as they yes. should have done because she was. But that was it. I was like, I know there's so much to this character who becomes a new Avenger and, you know, is part of that whole, you know, that storyline that you said about early with the whole scrolls. She's integral to part of that. Um, so, yeah, to see her it being introduced and to see the, the the capabilities of an actress who is deaf uh you know and, and he's going to go into this role and stuff like that i, I want to see these things because i remembered reading about um the young girl from the eternals as well who you know is also deaf and um uh barry keo um his character uh yeah. sorry her, he and her got on so well that they kind of reflected that on screen but again i think it was like little little things that he did to help her out in in shooting and stuff like that so yeah i want to see people you know we, we say about diverseness i want to see everybody available you know to, to come into this and having a character who is deaf in the comic books yeah have a deaf actress play it brilliant i love it i think it's brilliant uh and again playing off of hawkeye and his old age who again in the comic books also has hearing aids he can't hear for shit in the comic books. So I love yeah. all of these little things. So yeah, um, I'm interested to see because I that's a, it, it's a dark kind of background that she's got. I mean, she, you know, look at, we've already seen the beginnings of her family. She does not come from, you know, good, good places. So yeah. Uh, so then probably Loki season two. On yes. Disney Plus, which is interesting. I'm not sure where we're going to go with that. I assume Kang's going to be involved and it'll be sort of a tick along with Kang's story in the background. It's yeah, my I don't... thought, but I'm not sure. I don't know. And I, thought, I didn't, I didn't I know in the first. Loki up in the first series. I didn't really see where we were going to go from there. No, but I, I didn't know what the first series was really. Oh, you know, everybody was like, oh, it was the TVA and stuff. Oh, okay. And then by the end, we got to Kang, and I was like, oh, what's this Kang? I, it's written on the wall along, but I was just going along. The, the problem is, is that, I, as we said before, I love Hiddleston's version of Loki so much. And that was the, you know, probably the series from the, the first lot of the, the Marvel series. That was, that was the one that, you know, I probably enjoyed the most because it was that mystery of mm. what the hell is going on thing all the time. And I loved it, uh, and I, I, I'm so looking forward to this one. Um, if we get a small possibility that Richard E. Grant will come back as the older Loki, again. <laughs> oh yeah, he was fingers great. crossed. Come back, old Loki. Uh, he yeah. was so good. 
so then, according to the list, we are July 2023, The Marvels. So this is Captain Marvel, Ms. Marvel, and uh, what are they going to call her? Uh, I think she's going to go by Photon. Photon, yeah, that's right. I nearly said Spectrum, but it's not Spectrum, is it? You're um, thinking of the Marvel yeah. Snap game. Is it Monica Rambo? It is, yeah. Was, yeah, it is Monica, isn't it? Yeah. So that, that, that'll be interesting. Oh, I'm pumped for it. I really am. Um, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm interested to see. I wasn't a massive fan of Captain Marvel. I like, I like the points it kept making, which is it doesn't matter how many times you get beaten down, it's how you pick yourself back up. I loved mm. that as sort of a, a central message. But the actual Cree and stuff and Jude Law pissed me off. And Yeah, Jude Law pisses me off. It but was, yeah, it was it, a bit weird at times. It I, worked, think, I just didn't think it worked particularly well at times. But you know, there you go. I, 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 you know what? I, I enjoy it more than most do. I think I don't. I'm not sure why. I do love Brie Larson. I think she's fantastic. Um, oh yeah, yeah. I think it's because her, you know I, I, I remember her character from Community being like the most super cute character ever. She was so mm. awesome. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I think she's had a bit of growth now. Um, and uh you know we we haven't seen her be on the ensemble side she literally appeared at the end uh of end game so she's not really been much of a team player she's been a solo yeah. and i'm thinking that well, i can already envisage the the elements of this story and i'm looking forward to seeing them uh you know her and monica are going to butt heads because she disappeared and her mum passed away then she's going to have this new kid who idolizes her and she doesn't know what to do with that and then the other one's going to be like, why do you idolize her? I used to do it. And I think that little friction between the three of them is going to spin to something. We're going to have the Marvel family. Like, as weird as it is, we're going to have these three women who all share the Marvel name to some degree or other in the comic books be a little unit by the end of this. And, I'm, I'm you know, like I say, I see Ms. Marvel going off and becoming a future leader of the Avengers. If Captain Marvel does really well, she that that's what I would see her doing by well the films that we'll get to yeah i uh, yeah so the next one after that listed here is blade but i have a feeling that's been pushed now hasn't it It has uh, according to the order i've got the next would be captain america new world order oh really i've got nwo new world order anybody who Remembers WCW yeah, remember the rest of it. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I'd got Blade as November third, twenty twenty-three. Uh, according to this, no, De- Blade is definitely pushed back. It's they haven't even started. Pushed, yeah, they yeah. haven't even started shooting. So it. then I've got Fall twenty twenty-three as the Ironheart series. Uh, Ironheart, yeah, I don't think they've uh, announced that late twenty twenty-three. Yeah, yeah. Um, which again, that'll be fine. Yeah, I'm happy to see yeah. where we go with Ironheart. Yeah, uh, she was an interesting character. Like I say, don't don't give me too many more supporting characters i don't want to have to deal with so many new characters um but again it's a six episode order so hopefully it's not going to be yeah. too long and then agatha coven of chaos for Which winter 23 slash 24 curious i mean they're I, I, yeah, into this the is the one i'm most curious about uh, not looking forward to but curious because i don't mm. know what we're going to see they're tapping into the magic side of it which mm. is not a bad thing um she does such a captivating performance yeah. in WandaVision. And yeah. she is, I mean, she's been about for years and, um, you know, seeing her in 
good thing. Like, she, it's nice to see actors and actresses who like to say pay their dues and then get these nice roles where they get to be a bit, you know, get some juicy action and stuff like that. And she's one of those actresses, I feel, that, yeah, has been in Hollywood Catherine for ages. Hahn. That's yeah, she's been in everything. Yeah, she My has. God, look at look at her, you know, IMDb. It's, it's mad. Um, so, yeah, again, if we're going to see little things, we've heard rumors that Wanda's kids are going to be in there, possibly. Other characters might be in there. So, yep. yeah, again. Deborah Joe Rupp is listed as being. Yes. Yeah, good old Kitty's coming oh. back. Oh, someone's credited as Nate Richards. Trey yeah. Sartorius is apparently playing Nate Richards. Uh, and Emma Caulfield's on it as well. Um, so yeah, that'll be interesting to see. Uh, the next one then is the Daredevil Born Again series of spring 2024, according to this. Yeah, I mean, obviously all of these are due to change, by the way, guys. Oh, but yeah. this is what they announced at SDCC last year in 2022. So. Yeah, I mean, the, from what I understand, it's basically he's shooting that for a year. Like, yeah. end to end, he's shooting that for like a year. Like you say, year, it's which... 18 odd episodes, isn't it? It's a long one. They're really it's committing to this. One. I mean, don't get me wrong, that I'm, I'm hoping I'm hoping it's going to be really good, uh, but I'm also shocked by the number of episodes. Like, you give me 12, and I feel like you can commit to that and give me great quality throughout. 18 i feel i'm gonna get a lot of filler and i'm not gonna love it yeah um that's my worry it. as well i love daredevil and i love what they've you know they've done with him so far again they haven't announced that we're getting foggy and we're getting karen back no. um so i'm waiting on those little announcements as well because if they don't you're not you're, you're not going to be giving the fans the service that they really deserve um so yeah here's hopeful that they do Indeed. Uh, so then May the 3rd, 2024 is Captain America New World Order. So this is uh, Sam Wilson as Cap, I believe. Mm -hmm. uh, Anthony Mackie. So that'll be interesting. And supposedly the leader yes. is going to be the baddie who we first saw Tim Blake Nelson in 2008 in The Incredible, Incredible Hulk yeah. with Ed Norton. Um, and we all thought, oh, he's going to be the leader because he got the gamma blood on his head. But we then nothing happened for nearly 20 years or 15 years. Yeah. And now they've decided, yes, we are going to pick up that thread and we're going to go with it. Um, so that'll be really interesting to see. And we'll also have the introduction of Harrison Ford's version of Thunderbolt Ross. Of Thunderbolt Ross as well. Now, do you think we're going to get Red Hulk? I don't know. I really, I mean, the fact that we've got the leader and Thunderbolt Ross in the same movie, mm. and also Harrison Ford at this point is like, well, what else can I tick off my bucket list before? Yeah, pretty much. I, you know, I don't, I haven't become a superhero. Sure, I'll become a superhero. I'm like, you know, uh, I'm an idol in space. I'm an idol in the, the tombs and the, yeah, exactly. the arcs and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, fuck it. I'll be an idol at the, Gonna see for heroics as well. Yeah, because that one comes before Thunderbolts in July. Yes. I do, which everybody's that. pumped for. Um, because yeah, it's although, just like didn't a they crazy announce, eclectic cast? They announced that Hannah John Kamen isn't coming back as Ghost the other day. Oh, really? Yeah. Let me just uh, let me just double check that. But I'm I'm sure I read an article that said that they, she wasn't going to be in it anymore. Uh, that is her name, isn't it? Hannah John. Yeah, Hannah John Kamen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kamen. There we are. Yeah. 
Oh, I hope that isn't the case because she's actually. Uh, I think she's again. Uh, you know, she was a, a villain from the Ant Man stuff, but didn't feel like a villain. You know, she it was yeah. that villain, but not. Anyway, a villain oh yeah, January the nineteenth. Uh, MCU Thunderbolts movie removes Hannah John Kamen as Ghost. Oh. But it's not crystal clear as yet. The news is yet to be confirmed by Marvel. But no, I haven't. I hadn't seen that. Uh, I hope that's not the case. I think you think she's a good actress. Um, they're not sure whether they're dropping the actual actress or whether they're going to drop the whole character. Not sure. But yeah, uh, it looks yeah. interesting because you've got Red Guardian, David Harbour. You've got U.S. Agent um, Yelena, who I, Florence Pugh as Yelena is just incredible. I mm. love her. Um, and uh, obviously Bucky, Winter Soldier, and then Ghost was supposed to be there. And as you say, it's as we say, it's um, it's a it's called Thunderbolts. I can't imagine, you know, obviously Thunderbolt Ross will be in it, and presumably the head of the team. But I, I, you know, I, I, I think we might they might go Red Hulk with it. I wouldn't be surprised at all if they did. Possibly, but I mean, you know, it's it's weird because this little collection of people is so far from the original Thunderbolts team. Like mm, again, the, the original Thunderbolts team, you know, go, go back and again, very, very, very different <laughs> individuals. It almost um, felt to me like um, almost a little bit Dark Avengers. You know, yes, got, yeah, you, yeah, it had, yeah, yeah. Had you've got those, control. like, you know, oh, you know, you've got the bad version of Black Widow. You've got the, uh, you know, the bad version of Cap. You've got the the uh, bad version of Iron Man. You know what I mean? It, it, it seems like that more than Thunderbolts. You know, maybe they're going to move that, and then I could see a, a Dark Avengers sort of thing coming out of that because obviously Julia Louise Dreyfus as Valentina. We're not sure where her you know what her her end game is at this stage well i mean i'm hoping that zemo appears as well because he's synonymous with the thunderbolts yes he should uh, as as a team uh, as well so yeah uh, hopefully he, again who doesn't love his version of, uh, of of zemo he's he's fantastic oh he's brilliant brilliant um man who launched a thousand dancing memes as well mhm so that is the end of phase five as it stands at the minute so quite packed there but no avengers interestingly enough so then we move into phase six so the only three at this point on the phase six timeline is november 2024 for fantastic four may 2025 for avengers the kang dynasty and november 2025 for avengers secret wars so I think they've shuffled about a bit from what I've got here. It's Devil. Uh, sorry, we've got Blade. Blade okay. it should be beginning of September 24. Yep. Deadpool should be November 24. Yep. Of course, Deadpool's been announced since I looked at this. So yep. yeah. Uh, Fantastic Four has been pushed to February 25. Then we've got Avengers Kang Dynasty May 25. And then Secret Wars the following year. Okay, yeah. So that makes sense. I'd rather that as well, actually, that we had one after the other. But yeah, this is interesting. Um, Blade. Oh, we go. Well, Blade. if we go through, go we'll go it. chronological. Let's go chronological. Yeah, go for it. That's how I've got it in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
So we got Blade. Now we've in, been introduced to Blade by voice only already uh, yeah. in Eternals. The Eternals, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, so again, um, uh, you know, if they were smart, they would perhaps draft Kit Harrington in to assist because having his character alongside Blade wouldn't be the worst to sword wielders if you want to do that. Um, possibly, but it depends on how far they're going to go down the vampire stuff. Entirely unknown at the moment. Um, mm-hmm. But again, you know, it's got a got to do something different to the original uh and are you gonna go r-rated or are you gonna go i think you know to. i mean don't know. get me wrong i don't think it should be like the first blade was a hard 18 but i'm not sure you need to go that far but you've got to show some blood and stuff it just isn't gonna feel Authentic. right i don't yeah. think without yeah. it yeah uh then we've got deadpool what are who deadpool's gonna be teaming up with yeah. Oh yeah, Wolverine. What the fuck? So yeah, we got good old Jackman coming back for one last run as Wolverine until the until the money truck uh, hits in the <laughs> yeah exactly until uh, they back. Uh, I'm never, I'm never gonna do it again. Never gonna do it again. Uh, Ryan Reynolds will give you like a million dollars out of his own pocket. Not <laughs> enough. Marvel will give you twenty five million. I'm in. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, it's. I'm I'm looking forward to that. It should be. It should. It's going to be stupid. He's they're bringing Deadpool into the MCU, so there's going to be jokes and tricks galore. Yeah, absolutely. Um, bring it on, I say. Um, yeah. I'm looking forward to it a lot. Fantastic Four. Now here's the. You know what? Um, it, it. I keep laughing because they keep talking about Fantastic Four and they talk about the director. Uh, and do you know where Matt Shackman? Indeed, I do know where yes, Mr. Matt you Shackman do. started. Yes. Yes. Um, so he's a he's a very uh, prolific, always sunny director. Yeah. Um, he and I mean, they always talk so highly about oh, him. Yeah. I think the one I was watching the other day, he, he was saying that they did um, the episode. Is it Charlie work? Where mm. it follows him. And it's like a one shot. Yeah. So the camera's just behind Charlie for the whole thing. And it's all shot as one one continuous shot. What and that episode? was Matt Shackman. And because they were saying about the episode I was watching the other day, he was like, Oh yeah, that only took like five takes. Mm-hmm. And then we were done and we just did it all together. And he's like, Cause cause Shackman just knew exactly what he was doing mm-hmm. and knew what he wanted. So yeah, knowing that he's that so, you know, hearing all the fan castings and stuff like that and the fan art of uh of Glenn Howerton as Mr. Fantastic. I, oh, I do yeah. keep laughing That's at what it. I was just thinking is like, who would work? And actually, yeah, Glenn, Glenn would work as Reed yeah. Richards. I'd go yeah. with that. Um, Unfortunately, the, yeah, the, I can't the, see Charlie Day as the thing. That's, you know, it, it has been, yeah. No, it was, uh, it was Frank as the thing. Um, and uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, it, I think it was Charlie as uh, the human yeah. torch. Uh, <laughs> it was honestly, yeah. Just look up the fan art for 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 the Fantastic Four version of Always Sunny. It's nice, fucking hilarious. Uh, but yeah, I mean, there's loads of people in the running for Reed Richards. Uh, but at the same time, it's like if they do it right, that that's that's their that's their family moving forward. Like they're the first. There's you know the equivalent of the first family of Marvel. Marvel's uh, first family, wasn't it? Yeah. So they're very important characters for so many reasons. One of which being the film that comes next, which is Kang, because for those who don't know, there is actually a connection between Reed Richards and Kang. Yeah. Uh, that Kang is basically a descendant of the yes. Richards family line. Indeed. 
So it's an interesting thing that those are going to be bookending. Uh, you know, one's in February, um, one's two months later. You're going to get something at the end of that that leads right into it because, you know, who's, who's to say, who's to say, but yeah, Kang Dynasty. Um, thoughts on that one? I mean, the, the, the your main thoughts are who, who it says Avengers, the Kang's dynasty. Who are the Avengers? Mm-hmm. Who are the Avengers in this? I mean, you know, I I think Doctor Strange might be in there because they seem to have put him in as the sort of Iron Man for Phase Four. You know, sort of the connective tissue. He's you know he's mentored Spider Man. He's had a big you know a big MCU movie his himself that that sort of pushed the the overarching story of the MCU forwards. So I wouldn't be surprised if he's on the team. As weird as that sounds to me. Um, Part of me thinks Spider-Man, but then I'd rather Spider-Man was sort of the leader of the Young Avengers or something, if they're going to do a Young Avengers or New Avengers. I, I, I'd rather he was more involved in that team, but, you know, he's been in an Avengers films. He could very well join the Avengers. He's and an then, Avenger. What do he you is think? An Avenger. Do you bring he got, he got christened an Avenger, and I've said I'm at some point, we're going to go back to that point where he's leading the Avengers and charging into battle, and we we'll always take it back to that scene where Danny Jr. just taps him on the shoulders and goes, you're an Avenger now. And his, that look that he suddenly has. They're yeah. going to go back to that one day, I swear to God. Yeah. It's going to be in a montage video. <laughs> um, so yeah, and I, you know, the Kang dynasty, I don't know. Will it be a sort of a resurgence of the Kang war, maybe? Uh, will this and Secret Wars sort of be a part one, part two, like Infinity War was? So maybe... The Kang Dynasty is all about Kang and a, 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 another sort of multiversal Kang war that ends with the start of Secret Wars. I don't know. Obviously, mm. in Multiverse of Madness, when they went to the alternate universe, there was discussions of incursions, which, again, anyone who's read uh, Jonathan Hickman's Secret Wars from, was it 2015, something like that? Something like that. Um which I think is probably the source material they're going to use for it. Um, you know, that, that starts with the ultimate universe and the main Marvel universe uh, crashing into each other as an incursion. And so that basically creates a, uh, the, you know, battle world equivalent exactly. of, of this, this entire world, the head of whom is Doom. Exactly. Which so, is why, again, like you say, it's interesting that Fan 4 comes first yeah. before all of this, because yeah, yeah, you would, we've got to have Doom. I, I, I would rather them use Doom for Secret Wars, because he is the right character for that role. It's, uh, again, I mean, because there are, you know, when it comes to Secret Wars, um, there are different Secret Wars as well um, in Marvel. Uh, so, you know, it's going to be interesting to see if they're going to go down the more recent version or the one which is from the Beyonder, um, because there's so much stuff in there. So again, it, it at the moment we're a bit of a question mark. We don't know where where the direction of these is heading. We don't know who the Avengers are going to be come the time that the films are going to be, you know, out. Um, I think we're 
going to learn that over the next couple of years over you know by the time cap's done thunderbolts probably marvel oh yeah of course cap you know, expect uh, to be in the avengers yeah i would imagine probably. by the end of this year end of next year we'll have a good idea of who the avengers are going to be i mean again shang chi uh you know we there should be a sequel to that on the horizon armor wars has now been turned into a film because they didn't want to oh, do it as true. a tv well, series not actually on the list that i've got here so that no be because they they've shoved the sh slate around for that um mm. so yeah and then again we've got all of the other unnamed or the the other stuff that they've not done uh we've got there's a wakanda series which is due to come yes yeah uh we've got a wonder man series which is due to come yes uh we've got a vision series Oh, really? Didn't know that one. Yeah, it's called Vision Quest, uh, which is due to come. And there's rumours of a, a Nova series as well. Mm, I'd like to see Nova. I really would. Uh, I don't want to see the Sam Alexander version. No, you're no, Richard Ryder. Richard Ryder. Yeah, I, like, I didn't dislike Sam Alexander. But no, no, by the time no, no, we if you're Sam do, Alexander, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'd been reading Richard Ryder for so many years mm -hmm. that it was like, okay, yeah, change the character then. That's mm -hmm. fine. His arc has sort of ended. You know, you've sort of, he's done everything he can. And you've taken him through the ringer in so many different ways that, yeah, there's not a huge amount of other places to go with him. So I didn't mind that in the comic books, but I'm not, you know, yeah, I don't want Sam Alexander. I I'd rather the Richard Ryder version. If you're going to if you're going to introduce Sam Alexander, you'd, you'd have to lead to Richard Ryder that he's got to rescue him. And then at least, you know, or you do the flip reverse, you introduce Richard Ryder and then you do a Sam alexander series where richard ryder's gone missing something like that i don't you know that'd be fine but i want richard ryder first <laughs> sorry thank you very much yeah, um exactly. you know again we we talk often about when we got back into comic books and some of the storylines that we see now with you know secret invasion was one of the big events that we kind of got introduced well it was uh, house of m the kind of secret invasion but we also at that point were getting into annihilation annihilation wave so there's a lot of stories that got us back into it that mm. i'm very protective of and i don't i want those characters to do well yeah. um yeah i agree the guardians we've seen you know again i was super excited when they announced the guardians because we'd read it and then they actually were really successful i know it was so happy and so proud that the team had done that well uh i want to make sure someone like richard ryder who again his his book and his his character is so rich so good do it justice yeah absolutely um, i mean it's going to be interesting to see what they do do because obviously xandar is gone <laughs> from what we understand so you said do do <laughs> you fucking child <laughs> love it um <laughs> yes <laughs> xandar's gone so where you know where is nova where has he been if he does come or is it a new rebirth for nova it'll be interesting to see again like i i, I could sit here and write a, a you know script uh script spec script uh and it would just be simply you know yeah he was on xandar when thanos attacked and he survived and shit goes on from there you know that's that's a great series like he's out in space while well, everything's been going on since thanos and all those years yeah he was surviving and picking up and answering distress signals and stuff that would be an interesting series you yeah know. absolutely we'll see but yeah we'll we'll have to see that's the next few years sorted 
um, and we'll uh, we'll come back round to phase six as we learn more. Um, so yeah, I'd say you know, obviously we've got Guardians, which is always going to be on my high list. But I think that's, that's say probably the highlight for this year, isn't it? Marvels is probably. The other, I'm like, yeah, I'm really, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited about well. Marvels. I, th- yeah. I do think Guardian stands out to yeah. me, though. Looking at the the Phase Five stuff. Oh, we did. You know what? Briefly before before we do close, uh, we we haven't even touched on uh, the the human excellent warrior man that is uh, Jeremy Renner, who uh, gets hit by a snowplow, survives, and has got like fifty broken bones. So get well, Hawkeye. Um, Jesus, he got run over by a sixty. 60- Ton yeah. fucking snow or whatever. Yeah, however. he's uh, insane. Yeah. insane. Yeah, yeah. Well, Hawkeye. Uh, we will not be seeing him on the Marvel slate anytime soon, which is a shame because Hawkeye was such a fantastic series. Yeah. Um, whether that will shuffle any plans, who cares? Like, yeah, the man got injured. Like, yeah, get um, well soon. Get well soon, mate. I'm just so happy. You know, it's there's been bad news in the the wrestling world, and it's it was nice to see that that was not a story that was going the same way because I yeah. was very concerned when I read what had happened to him, but yeah, thankfully he is recovering. So he's, he's well one of the, he's back. like one of only two original Avengers. So like, yeah, nothing, we can't have anything, nothing to him for shit's sake. Yeah, that's it. So yeah, I think that's probably covered everything for the minute then. So let us know what you're all looking forward to, Marvel wise. Exactly. What's the one on the horizon that you're hoping for? What what hasn't been announced that you'd like to hope? Um, obviously, X Men is still up there for me, but let's yeah, get we'll let's see. get let's get all the other stuff under under the barrel first because uh, you know there's there's a lot there's a lot of characters we've not even touched on that have. Well, have wouldn't, appeared, it wouldn't um, surprise me if they did a whole phase on x-men you know what i mean but then again there's a lot of people talking that after phase six they'll reboot and tidy things up again so that you know we'll see whether Wars, they do that. it could give them that possibility we will mm. see we will see we will indeed so yeah let us know what you think guys who who are the, who are the avengers going to be in the kang dynasty and secret wars who do you think they're going to be will doom be the head of the table in secret wars we will find out and you can let us know at all the usual places. So we will see you next time uh, for a discussion of Fox Machina series one and two. But obviously we shan't be recording that until series two has actually finished. So there may be a slight gap between this one and our next one. But we are certainly keen to keep the release schedules more. Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for in check? Consistent consistent thank you that is the word i was looking for we shall try and keep to a more consistent schedule but i'm not going to guarantee it's going to be every two weeks or three weeks because sometimes it will depend on when the things finish yeah i think so, uh we, we will have one extra week to uh to, yeah i think it's give ourselves the opportunity one to catch extra, one box. we've done two weeks haven't we for the yeah, last yeah. two and we can keep doing that but yeah i think we need to wait the extra week with box machina um that's good that because that that weekend, I have uh, I've been given the opportunity to have uh, my favourite club sandwich, bre- uh, lunch, breakfast. Yeah. Oh, nice. nice. Yes, yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> I get excited for the simple things in life, ladies and gentlemen. A club sandwich. Oh, oh when it's a club sandwich made by your favourite chef, it's... Oh, uh, God, yeah. It's, oh, it's, yeah. I dream of those. Oh. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So, we will leave you there, ladies and gentlemen, and 
people of a non-binary disposition. And I will say that I have been Bav. And I have been Fluff. Till next time, this has been Screen Masters.